0: Before we start, I just want to say, I'm so excited to be releasing my second book, Social Media Detox for Mums, A New Way to Find Balance. You can pre-order a copy from January 3rd, with the official launch day being February 2nd, from all good bookstores in paperback and e-reader versions with the audiobook to follow. Obviously I'm biased, but there are some really useful tools in there for any mum that you might know who's in need of a break or maybe even just wants to test if social media is actually necessary for their business and connections with people. Pre-orders are super important for getting the book noticed on launch day. I'm obviously not personally using social media to promote the book, so this in and of itself is going to be an interesting experiment to see how book sales go without it. I'd love your support in sharing the word. Thank you so much. Wow. wow, happy International Women's Day. I looked in my diary this morning and it is also 12 months officially since I stopped social media. So I wanted to do a bit of a quick reflection, like an honest reflection of how it's been, what do I think about it, all that kind of stuff. So I decided last year in the lead up to, I think it was, yeah, it was Labor Day and International Women's Day last year and thought I would just try going off it for a while, but knowing I needed something a bit more specific than just a kind of vague break. And I'd say, I guess, straight off the bat, that's a, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say it's a mistake. It's an ineffective choice. Let's put it that way. I think if you're deciding to take a break from social media, you need to actually go back to those principles of behavior change. Otherwise you're setting yourself up for failure. So. The kind of principles, whatever they are, (laughs) vary so much. Some people say 21 days to break a habit. Some people say 30 days to break a habit. There's, you know, somewhere around the six-week mark seems to actually create lasting change. Like it's different for everybody and I can hear some people already going there's no way I could go off social media for six weeks. I did eight weeks because I just wanted that little bit of extra time. So I timed mine from International Women's Day through to Mother's Day and then decided on Mother's Day I'd review and reflect and all that kind of stuff. So my reasons for going off are the same as everybody else. Too much noise, too distracted, um, and when I actually did check in with my mental health, so depression, anxiety and stress, they're all through the roof, like absolutely through the roof. <laughs> so you remember I am someone who trained as a clinical psychologist and I think – it's very easy for health professionals to wander around sort of thinking you know what stress is, sort of thinking you know what depression and anxiety is, but we don't actually often do those kind of formal check-ins. Um, and I did, you know, diagnose myself. It's a screener rather than a diagnostic tool. I use the Depression, Anxiety and Stress Scale. It's in the public domain. You can look it up and use it for yourself. And so I did three checkpoints across that eight weeks. And I honestly did not think I would be that stressed and I didn't think I'd see that much dramatic improvement. Just, and I know I say this, like it's not light. It is a hard thing to do. Stopping social media, it's an addiction like anything else and it's a word, the A word, that a lot of people don't like to use because we're still in this sort of phase where a lot of people don't consider behavioural things to be addiction. They think addiction must mean drugs, alcohol stuff like that but it is and I could see the difference in my brain that I talk about it in my book which is coming out hopefully soon I'm not sure exactly when it's coming out but soon in um, my book yeah social media detox for mums if you actually look at the reset oh, I'm so going to build a course on this as well so that people don't actually have to go and <laughs> do all the research I can just present it to you and you can like you know, take it or leave it. Cause I'm not someone who thinks that if you just, you know, you Nancy Reagan it and say just say no, that actually works for people. You need to give them a choice, you need to give them a plan, you need tools, right? So, you know, first week in it wasn't too bad. I was kind of like, Yeah, look at me, I'm all smug, I'm reading books, I'm doing other stuff. Somewhere around the starting in the two week mark started to get difficult. And that's when I kind of started to notice I was getting quite Twitchy, like that habit of anytime I'm bored, anytime I'm stressed, anytime I want some distraction from the kids, reaching for the phone. And it's quite, I think this is why a lot of people don't really do any sort of formal detox because it's quite confronting to realise how much time you're actually on your phone and how much time you're actually on those platforms that are... They are built to get you addicted. They're not built to connect you with people. They're not built for your mental health. Yes, they have positive outcomes as well, and I'm not here to demonise social media or make anybody feel bad for using it for work or pleasure or numbing out for your kids or whatever, but if you actually look at the research, it's pretty uh, bleak that these, you know, brain-hacking experts if that's what they would call themselves. I'm not sure if that's what we should call them. People who have paid a lot of money to get into your brain and figure out how do we get you glued on this platform. So all the things that I didn't realise about, you know, Instagram will hold off showing you likes and comments until you're just about to click out and then it will flood you with stuff. So it's not just that this is for everybody. They actually know you, you as an individual and your behaviour, how long you look at stuff, what you click on. It's like a bit... I think about it. So, yeah, I noticed um definitely my mental health was the biggest thing that I I saw a huge change in, and I I explain it again in the book. I think it comes from this. How would you explain it? Like mums in particular, I think, are perfectly primed for you know parental burnout, fatigue, like real, real proper bodily adrenal. Fatigue from lack of sleep. Lack of sleep makes you anxious. It makes you want to check things more. It, you know, being in that postpartum phase with young children makes you not, you know, eat properly and divides your attention. And then there's mental load and all that sort of stuff. So I think for overwhelmed mums, those platforms, those social media platforms, are perfectly primed to get us addicted. And then what we end up doing is spending short bursts of low reward <laughs> dopamine hits so you open up an app you see some likes you see some comments you see some shiny videos or someone on the beach, and you get a tiny bit of endorphin like a tiny little hit of feel-good hormone and then it doesn't last and then you kind of go back to it and back to it and back to it kind of chasing this small hit so Again, the whole, you know, mum brain and I don't have time for this and I'm too tired for this. Of course, we're all going to get addicted to those platforms because it's very low effort, very low reward. And so what I have found for myself is trying to slowly get back into a practice, of finding something that's a bit more of a slow burn, you know, like instead of, <laughs> I guess you could liken it like this because I just thought of it. Instead of shoving like a handful of m and in your mouth, hiding in the bathroom, scrolling on your Instagram, speaking from personal experience, not berating yourself when you do that, but instead returning to like, what's my value? What do I actually value in this one short life? How do I want to spend my time? How do I want to spend my energy? So finding things that are more like that slow burn, good, healthy carbohydrate, instead of always the quick wins. So it means returning to a practice that you used to enjoy whether that is reading. Reading a book is damn hard when your brain has been addicted to social media for 10 years, can I tell you that. Going back to reading was actually really difficult and sometimes I still find it difficult just to sit and have the pages of a book and not be scrolling and looking at all those flashy things. It's a practice, you know, movement, Um, starting to play instruments again, finding hobbies, doing something with your hands. I found some really interesting research as well about how just as a generation we're not doing much with our hands other than wagging our thumb up and down and potentially the I suppose um, sensory issues that that's creating in our youngsters so it's got to be more than just I know I shouldn't be on it so much I know I should be doing something else I know I should be reading I did blah 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 blah, blah." like none of that none of that is going to be helpful it needs to be making a choice about what you want to do Testing it out, and for some of you, that might mean you know, I hear the echoes of oh, but I need it for my business. I'm like, Yeah, I used to say that too, and that's why I never quit. But looking at my business, it hasn't actually made that much difference, honestly. (laughs) Like, I'm still crunching the numbers, and it is tricky because you know, we're in sort of pandemic times, so I worked a lot less. I didn't work less, I got paid a lot less. Let's be honest, I got paid a lot less, and there are a lot less opportunities to create courses and release projects and things like that but generally speaking not being on social media did not really make that much difference to my business personally so you need to get into those metrics and actually have a look rather than that would be my suggestion rather than just saying oh, I can't do this for my business maybe give it a week two weeks three weeks whatever you can manage and actually look at the metrics don't just think oh this is something I'm supposed to do to help my business because in my case When I looked at the data, it's like, oh, no, (laughs) I really would be better off spending the time I spent scrolling, writing blogs, creating courses, writing books, whatever it might be. And it'd be different for everybody, but I suppose to sum up so this doesn't get too long, I would say it really made a massive, massive difference on my mental health. My ability to focus, my ability to feel calm, my ability to not get as distracted and overwhelmed and it still happens like things sneaking I don't have Instagram and Facebook for my personal stuff anymore but occasionally when you click on someone's business it will take you straight to a Facebook page or an Instagram page and maybe sometimes I spend a couple of seconds there getting the information I want and then I leave have I lost a lot of like social media mum friends yeah (laughs) very much so and I get it um, it's a bit of a weird thing though. It's like with high school you're like, oh, weren't we all friends? And then you're not there anymore. And it's like, mm, the relationship probably wasn't exactly what you thought it was. So I've spoken about that before. There's some grief around that sometimes. The whole taking you out of this world of social media can really, really highlight the people who are actually in your life like long-term and the people who are just there sort of transitory, like at a bus stop, which is totally fine, but it's, yeah, can be a bit confronting. Um, and you just find community elsewhere. It's not necessarily going to suit everybody, but it definitely suited me not having the constant intrusion of everybody else's needs and everything else that's going on in the world. I don't have to keep track of so many people anymore. Is there some FOMO? Not really. Not really. Um, I haven't, you know, there hasn't been any world news that has happened that I... Couldn't have found out about, you know, not being on social media. Um, There's possibly a few things with friends and things that I didn't see immediately, but it's nice to not always be having conversations about, yeah, I already saw that on Facebook or, yeah, I already saw that on Instagram. So will I go back to it? At this stage, I don't think so. But, I mean, again, I'm being honest. I've got a book coming out about quitting social media. (laughs) I did have a friend say to me the other day, she's like, how are you going to sell a book if you're not on social media? I'm like, well. I don't know yet, it's another experiment. And look, it might be an absolute flop. I keep coming back to this thing um, that one author I follow, Cal Newport, who's never had social media. He writes a lot about digital addiction and all that kind of stuff. He says that it's not actually authors turning up on Instagram themselves and vlogging their book because it's kind of like, well, he didn't say this, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, it's like that mum who says their child's amazing. Yeah, if people go, "Mm mm-hmm, of course you think your own child's amazing. Of course you think your own book is amazing. What's potentially more powerful is having other people read it, like it, find it useful, and then um, sing my praises. So we'll see how it goes. That's why I'm being honest. Like it might be an absolute disaster trying to promote a book without social media. I don't know. That's another chapter to be explored. But for this stage, I would say set yourself a goal. It will all be in the book when it comes out. Set yourself a goal definitely find some replacement strategies you are going to struggle (laughs) with twitchiness without it books doing something with your hands we really need to be doing something with our hands other than like wagging our thumb up and down as I said and just being kind to yourself right being kind to yourself but I think there needs to be some structure around it it can't just be a vague yeah I should stop being on it so much you need to set yourself some proper goals all things I cover on this podcast and all things I cover in the book that was just my one little snippet for today that it's 12 months and generally speaking I'm pretty I'm pretty happy without it so maybe that'll inspire someone